Hey friends, it's Awkwardly Random with Cynthia and Michelle, where we talk about random topics. Anything and everything awkward is on the table, so let's dive right in. Hey y'all! We're back! Welcome back to Awkwardly Random with Cynthia and Michelle. Woo! We're on our eighth episode. Yeah, this is episode eight, y'all. I cannot believe it. (laughs) It's actually kind of surreal. Yeah, I mean, we're still going. We're still starting. Yeah. I'm still, I still get nervous every time we start. And when we record, I feel like I can't even speak anymore. We're both like like, freaking out right before we press (sighs) record. Yeah. But then once we get in it, it, it's, it flows pretty well. And it, you know, we, I think we both kind of loosen up and just kind of, it feels more natural to us. Yeah. Eventually, the more that we get into it. But this is only the beginning. We're going to keep going. And, I just you can't stop us okay for real for real listen okay. if you listen or not we're still gonna keep going yeah thank <laughs> you to our loyal like five followers yay thank you we appreciate you. you thank you mom <laughs> she listened to our most previous episode oh that's so nice yeah so yeah thank you to all our supporters and all our listeners we'll definitely keep bringing y'all with more episodes yep and we're gonna keep going yeah so how have you been have you been beans uh i've been fine for the most part just working staying at home yeah same. doing a whole lot of staying at home mm-hmm. i feel that yeah with this colder weather i mean it hasn't been like too cold but it definitely has gotten colder mm-hmm. so it's a little bit harder to do things outside yeah um but yeah rebecca and i went to the store bought some board games we got battleship wow the i have battleship too that's retro a version of it like oh, the retro original yes oh i didn't even know it was so much fun we played it this weekend and then we also got connect four it was five dollars nice so we took advantage of that and we put up our little christmas connect tree four. christmas tree you have one too yeah 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 nice you put up you put yours up right i don't have one what are you talking about wait what <laughs> no i i never bought one put up a tree not me i don't oh, know who you're talking bad. to <laughs> okay 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 well i'm just kidding no i don't know if i want to actually spend money on a tree i'm just very yeah. i don't know i love christmas but um and i grew up putting up a tree every year either being yeah we did mostly too. being natural like going and getting our tree and cutting it down yeah so and Dang, being that's here, nice y'all got real trees oh my gosh you sound like my boyfriend he's like what? y'all are fancy um but i didn't just, say y'all were fancy but I, yeah y'all are kind of fancy um but yeah we we grew up doing that and but yeah i miss it i mean i'm not gonna yeah. go and cut down a tree and put it here because then we'd have to water it and take care of it and then i also don't right. want to buy a plastic one because then i'd have to store it and right being in a small one bedroom in brooklyn where am I going to store that? You know what I mean? I already have in your closet. We only have two closets for <laughs> my boyfriend and I, and we yeah. already have our closets very well organized and stacked all the way to the top. Yeah. So I don't know where I would store it. That's the only thing probably that I'm. That's tricky. About. We have a little one, Aww. a little fake one that you is should, sitting should... on top of our the stand that's next to our couch. Oh, hey, you should probably post it on Instagram or something. Oh yeah, like we'll post maybe it. you yeah take a picture by the tree yeah post yeah it. That'd okay. Be nice. Well, Rebecca kind of she put it up herself this year. Um, I don't know what I was doing while she was doing that. <laughs> but you were staying but home. I walked you out. Know? <laughs> yeah, we were home. I was like 
doing staying at home stuff, I guess. And then I walk to the living room and it's the Chris- little Christmas trees up. Nice. With the lights and everything. I mean, it's really little. So, I know, but still, yeah. it's something, you know. But yeah, it's something. And Rebecca's like super festive and stuff. And she she has all the decorations. That's I'm always so like, nice. where does this all come from? She pulls out <laughs> boxes and boxes of stuff. Yeah. And we have a wreath for our door for like different seasons and holidays. And she has like table like decorations and stuff. And like, That's I'm like, so where cute. where did this all come from? I didn't know you had all of this. <laughs> That's so cute yeah i picture like you know those like in the movies when you see people they have like a big purse and they pull out a whole bunch of stuff yeah and you're like how the hell does that fit in there yeah that's what i feel about rebecca's organization i feel like she's very organized she is but then i'm like but how do you have all of this and where did where is this stored i never see it until like it comes out that's awesome (laughs) what is happening here see that and like still be able to store it well and have those things yeah she's very resourceful and very organized with her space and her things so it's nice yeah Yeah, post a picture i'd love to see that tree of yours yeah but how how have you been overall how are you doing good also just working and staying in brooklyn in my apartment and i mean it hasn't really been eventful i i feel like my life is kind of boring right now besides like talking to y'all and doing this podcast this is like my hobby um, this has actually helped me like keep a peace of mind oh really. my gosh same it's been so helpful yeah same um just because i'm like at, either at my desk or on the couch working making calls trying to figure out what i'm doing with whatever it is that i'm trying to figure out yeah um but other than that i mean it's been good we i'm trying to learn how to cook more like i i know i talked about that before and i love drinking coffee i said that before um but other than that i feel like it's not too eventful um so i can't really complain or yeah it's just i mean i stay busy with work so right that's pretty much what i do yeah me it's just work facetiming with like you and family and friends and then doing this podcast same it's basically my life right now which i don't mind yeah but yeah it's been it's been chill and just doing stuff at home like i said doing a lot of cleaning yeah what are you planning on doing for christmas uh well hopefully i can go home mm-hmm. i would like to spend christmas with my family yeah so that's the plan but we shall see um, yeah what happens for sure right now cases are still rising exponentially yeah so it's a little i'm a little wear nervous. your mask people wear your mask yeah wear your mask distance. and stay the frick home yeah please just do it <laughs> people don't listen to us what about you michelle what are you gonna do for the holiday um i don't know yet i mean i want to also go see my family but i'm all the way in new york yeah um, so it's not easy for me just to drive. I mean, I was thinking of driving, but at the same time, I don't want to drive when there's snow. I do yeah. have a Jeep, which is like ideal to drive in the snow. But at the same time, it's 13 hours or 14 hours that I don't want to do. And right. And would, would you rather... go? Would you drive by yourself? No, I would drive with my boyfriend. OK, um, so that's good. You have him. With yeah, you. I would have him. But I think it'd just be easier to fly, but at the same time, I don't want to go on an airplane and right. become exposed and then possibly yeah. expose any of my family members, including well, my grandma. 
Yeah, that's scary. So I don't know yet. I'll probably let you know, like, in a few weeks closer to December yeah. whether I decide to go or not. But it yeah, looks like know. right now I'm staying. With, we'll with the flying thing, like, even last week for the holiday, well, not really holiday, but for that day off, mm-hmm. like, the air, the air traffic was insane because everybody was trying to fly home or fly to visit family and whatnot. Oh, and dang. there's going to be a lot of people at the airport. There was a lot of people at the airports and it was just, I'm like, that is, I would be so nervous mm-hmm. flying with that many people. Yeah. So I have a feeling that's the same thing. The same thing's going to happen for Christmas. It may be even worse. Yeah. If with not, how many people I are was, trying to fly. Um, yeah. If not, I was just thinking of just sending like small little presents to my family yeah while i'm here i mean i still haven't decided but that's what i did for this past thursday yeah Um, i I was able to deliver like i hit up a local milwaukee shop that does like strawberries and like flowers and i don't know what they're called in english but you know las noche buenas yeah my mom i don't know what that is grandma either i don't know what they're called uh i know what it's called but i don't know how to pronounce it but (laughs) The, say it say it i don't know how to, i'm not gonna say it i can't i'm bilingual okay i can't say certain things in english that's just how Dude, it works same um but yeah i got some noche buenas and some chocolate covered strawberries for my mom and my grandma and my sister to that's be delivered so nice. um last week so i know they enjoyed that that yeah, was nice that's super nice yeah and i don't yeah. mean to scare you off from, from flying but it was just something that came to no, mind when no. i was like looking online like all the all the air traffic no no you didn't week. scare me i mean that's yeah. I, that's i'm like aware of that and i yeah, don't yeah, want to yeah. expose anybody myself or any of my family members to that so right um yeah let us so let us know keep us posted happen, but we'll we'll let you know yeah and listeners let us know what you do for christmas too if you celebrate it let us know what you end up doing mm-hmm. what you're up to we'll maybe make a post about it and just kind of see what everybody's up to yeah for for christmas and for new year yeah let us know yeah all right you ready to get into it michelle yeah we are I going sound, to sound like we're about to argue like you ready to fight <laughs> i'm ready i'm always ready to argue <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm not ready <laughs> um go ahead go ahead so we asked our followers on instagram on our instagram like our own instagram and on our personal ones to yep ask us questions about anything and everything could be about advice it could be about recommendations or just experiences we've had in the past or anything anything we've talked about in the podcast so some of y'all entered submitted some questions so we will be answering them today and i like the variety of the questions that we got same Um, and so we they're anonymous so we're not gonna say who submitted them or all that so we're but just we gonna will go read the and, question out loud yeah we'll read the question out loud and then we'll answer yep and we'll just go from there let's see how it goes you ready <sighs> i hope so okay <laughs> let's just do it you want right. to read the first question or you want me to read it um i can read it okay go for it <coughs> okay y'all ready for this it's a big a bird, question sorry. it's a big juicy question it's not that juicy. The first one's not that juicy. It gets better. You're like, calm, calm down. <laughs> don't hype us too much. Too, for real, don't, for real. I can't even talk. Don't <sighs> hype us up too much, beans. Okay. okay, okay, okay. First question. If you could domesticate any animal, which would you make a pet? 
I told y'all this was going to be a juicy question. <sighs> this is all right. This is yeah. Answer. Okay, I was like, answer it. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. If I could domesticate an animal, any animal, yep. which would I make a pet? I would probably say, I did think about this a little bit beforehand. I think I would say a dolphin. What? I would never actually domesticate it, ever. Yeah. Where would I you keep And I it? can't anyway, but like I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just would not do that. Yeah, it's but, a lot of money, but you could do it. But I, but I wouldn't. You yeah, wouldn't. No, yeah, you shouldn't. I shouldn't and I wouldn't and but I you won't would and want I can't. To. yeah like just so we're clear just to be clear i would but i wouldn't okay Okay. just for the sake of answering this question yeah why dolphin though why a dolphin okay i'm super fast wow michelle wow because i could talk to them like that (laughs) you could ride it around that would be so cute oh that'd be cute i would do that i would do that no i wouldn't i wouldn't (laughs) okay (laughs) just okay for this question you would keep going okay so i would choose dolphin because they're incredibly incredibly intelligent Mm -hmm. and i'm just fascinated by their brain i'm fascinated by the brain in general yeah and i've always been interested in the brain and like how humans develop and how we develop uh how we go through cognitive development so like how our brains work and how we develop feelings and thoughts and all that kind of stuff yeah and dolphins have, you have a, a more really complicated big... and well thought out an- answer than i oh. do <laughs> keep going and I'm dolphins ju- I'm, they're sorry. just smart i just love them i love them because they're so smart yeah uh, they but are they so have smart. a real they have a really big brain yes and they have like a layer in their brain i actually did research this wow they have this layer in their the neocortex which we have too is this layer of the brain that's involved i'm like touching my head as i'm i know this. yeah you are <laughs> it's involved with like higher more advanced functions like problem solving uh self-awareness like perception all that kind of stuff oh they have that yeah and then also they have this thing this ability called echolocation which actually i learned about from was it finding nemo (laughs) was it nemo or dory oh no finding dory yes when they were in the aquarium yes i know movies not animals (laughs) well that's where i learned echolocation nice but basically they can like they can see through sounds Wow. Um, and through like sound travels through the water and like all this stuff and that's how they can determine like where they are where th- what their environment the details of their environment yeah and they can navigate really dark waters so anyway i just think they're pretty badass they're yeah. very badass yeah are and they more they're packed, so beautiful like they have to travel in pack type of animals do you know that i don't know oh, okay i didn't wondering. research that far i was wondering because if you have one you'd probably need more dang i have my whole crew I don't know. That'd yeah, cool. maybe. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. Anyway. Okay, for me, go for it. I do not have a long explanation. I did not research anything. Okay, <laughs> but for me, it would be an owl. Ooh. Just kind of like it could be my personal like m- male person. Headway from Harry Potter. Owl. Yeah, pretty much. That's where I got it from. Or <laughs> an elephant. Just because Ooh, elephant, elephants yeah. are so caring and sweet. Aww. And, like, I could ride it around. <laughs> and fun fact. <laughs> okay, maybe I couldn't ride it around. <laughs> but, I mean, oh if I had gosh. land, I, I would be able to ride it around. Like, but, around um, for real, fun fact, um, my cousin's uncle, which I don't know what that makes him for me, but it's my cousin's, un- my cousin's uncle. Uh-huh. Um, Your uncle, I guess. So, my uncle's brother, he... Um, 
owned like he was part of a circus but he had um he was able to own a lot of exotic animals wow um in california so he had like tigers hippos elephants monkeys and we grew up going to his house and did he have he all had, those animals he did have all those animals <gasps> and what? um he owned this elephant and it was the sweetest elephant ever Aww. her name was ellie and he would uh he like loved her and um i remember getting to feed her getting to ride on her um wow. like seeing her perform in circus i know there's a lot of controversy against like circus yeah pe- like people who work in the circus but i know for sure my uncle's cousin my uncle's cousin my uncle's brother actually really cared for his animals put in the money put in the time put in the effort to actually train them without being aggressive and right. you know that type of thing right um so I know there's a lot of contro- controversy in that, but I know that he really loved his elephant and she had to, um, she broke something in her, f- in her like foot. I forgot what it's called, but, um, because, uh, elephants require them to be like standing up the majority of the time, he couldn't mm-hmm. actually fix it because then they, mm. that would require a cast and be too much money and, and it, it, it wouldn't eventually heal. So they yeah. had to like put her down and I know oh, he was really upset man. about that. But yeah, I would want an elephant. Long ex- long story and like random I fact. could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Wow, that's interesting. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I'm like learning new things about Michelle. Yeah, that, w- that was some good times. <laughs> my uncle, yeah, my uncle and my tia always took us to do amazing things while my mom was at work, so yeah amazing thing yeah i mean i still think about it you went on adventures yeah with like tigers and monkeys and elephants whoa as a kid i would have been so fascinated by that yeah i was um i I actually enjoyed going to the circus as a kid honestly yeah but go ahead sorry i interrupted you no 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 worries you're good next question all right all right all right i'll read it this time and then you answer first what book or video was most impactful in learning about climate change? Okay, so this is going to sound hilarious. <laughs> You're going to be like, Michelle, you are stupid. Um, no, no, so no. I didn't actually learn, like, actually impactfully, like, it hit me type of thing about climate change until I saw the movie A Day After Tomorrow, Tomorrow. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> and this was, I think, in middle school. I think, like, early middle school when this movie came out. Like, do, do you remember that? Yeah. It didn't, it I was watched it too. Early middle school. Yeah. And that's when it hit me. I mean, I probably learned about it in school, but I didn't actually realize, like, how impactful or how, like, a big deal climate change was until that movie, until, like, tsunamis and natural earth, like, like natural disasters were happening and like uh cold temperatures that like were unheard of right that's when i started and the movie also talks about climate change in it like i think the guy's father is like a uh, a scientist of some sort Mm -hmm. and so he was warning people about what was going to happen but nobody listened to him and so um until like when I first started, when I first saw that movie, then that's when I realized what what climate change was. Right. And then it wasn't until college where I actually um, started learning about like fracking and fossil fuels and what all of those were and how all of that is correlated to, you know, politics and corporations and who's yeah. making money and mining and going like digging out for oil and doing that in like and a lot of greed. predominantly native 
American land yeah. and near tribes. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, what about you? I also saw The Day After Tomorrow, and I remember being terrified. <laughs> but I don't, I can't pinpoint one single moment where I was like, oh my gosh, climate change is real. I think just like it was an accumulation of things that I was exposed to mm-hmm. and that I saw and heard yeah. of. And like with, you know, the hurricanes and the forest fires and all the fires that were happening in California and in other states. And then mm-hmm. the, the, the fires in the Amazon rainforest. Yeah, um, yeah. Which constitutes a big part of our, provides a big part of our uh, oxygen yeah. in the whole world. And everything um, that's happening like with Nicaragua. and Yes. Like I think it was all of that that really made me recognize yeah. climate change as a, mm-hmm. as a crisis. Because it is. Even it though is. a lot of us don't treat it as a crisis. And I think there's a lot that I personally can do uh, to help. You yeah. know, there's there's certain changes that I'm trying to make. But um, but yeah, I did watch um, Greta, what, Greta yeah, Thunberg's, Thunberg's documentary. The Swedish mm-hmm. activist. She's like 17 now. And like um, her passion about climate change and... and the I, she took like this two week trip on a boat to the UN Climate Action Summit in New York because she doesn't fly. Oh, um, you know, doesn't eat meat, doesn't eat, eat dairy. Like she does all these things, and then also I did watch this documentary called The Plastic Ocean. It came out in like yeah. 2016, mm-hmm. and like y'all, I have I wrote, I actually wrote this down. 63 billion gallons of oil are used every year to supply just the U.S. with plastic water bottles. Dang that's insane and then the u.s alone i'm reading this is a quote throws away 38 billion bottles every year so that's like 2 million tons of plastic going into the u.s landfills and that's only from water bottles just filter your water yeah yeah use a reusable like water water bottle bottle. yeah but plastic is very durable and it's cheap and yeah well i think the reason why that's a thing is because people don't have clean water to drink and that's so the alternative is to buy water in plastic Plastic. bottles yep yep yeah i mean there's a lot of things intersectionality we talked about this before yeah there's a lot of factors going into this and like in general like environmental racism it's a very big thing yeah it is And there's so many things that are correlated to climate change like absolutely yeah and the pollution is affecting our marine life, the, our oceans. Like yeah, it's killing we're about our to animals. die, y'all. We're killing our planet. But <sighs> mostly, like, yes, so we all can make a difference. But then also, like, corporations. I read that like make up seventy percent of uh, what is affecting climate change. Yeah. So if we actually want to make a huge difference, it's with the corporations. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Greta in her documentary was saying how every time she goes to like these summits and she goes to these fancy palaces and talks to like prime ministers and presidents, like she's so uncomfortable because it feels like it's all fake and it's all for show and nobody's really taking her seriously. And yeah. they, you know, the politicians know what to say, but they don't really, they don't really get at the core of issues and they don't really, it's a lot of greed. It is. It's a lot and of greed. It is a lot of show. And a lot of corruption. Yeah. So it is anyway we can go in maybe we can dedicate a podcast to it's all tied to capitalism for real yeah (laughs) (laughs) it is so true Um, so true okay shall we move on to the next question yeah next question we're just like rolling through these okay maybe in like later episodes we'll talk more in depth about these specific and let us know if you want us to now we're just doing 
Yeah, let us know. But right now we're just doing Q&A, going through yeah. them. Next question. I read the last one. So do you want to read it? No, I read the last one, but I can read it again. You did? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I'll okay, read it. Okay, okay. <clears throat> As POC, people of color, what has been the biggest privilege that helped you get to where you are today? Mm. That's a deep question. Yeah. Uh, and just to clarify, I don't consider myself a person of color. Okay. Yep. I am white passing. And so I think that's actually one of the biggest privileges I have is that I am white. That you're white. Yeah. <laughs> ethnically, ethnically, you know, I'm Mexican. I, I'm a, I have immigrant parents. I grew up uh, with both cultures, I guess, U.S. And, and Mexico or whatever. And, and I speak Spanish. Spanish is my first language. Yeah. A lot of things. Anyway, I think that's been one of the biggest privileges that I have is simply passing as white and there are in spaces like I've gone to a high school where it's predominantly white. I've been to a call. I went to college. That's predominantly a predominantly white institution. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, actually almost all the time I blend in and people don't question me. And, you know, and I, and I do have the privilege too of like, you know, with, in terms of my relationship with the police, I don't yeah. have that fear that maybe a lot of people of color yeah. and black people do have. Yeah. And I, I don't have that, honestly. That one time you told me you got stopped by the police and they gave you a warning and I asked you if they actually wrote it down. Okay. Yo, they actually write mine down. Yeah. And like hand me a piece of paper and put it in their system. But for you, they were just like, let you go. Yeah. Well, that happened twice, actually. I got pulled over twice in like a month. I, I swear I, I'm a safe driver, y'all. No, I'm a safe I'm driver. No, yeah. Cynthia <laughs> Beans is a great driver. Uh, so I don't I know why they say great, you. but I am safe. But I yeah. was speeding. I was speeding for oh, both of yeah. those instances. Um, and I got pulled over by two times, two separate occasions. Yeah. Both of them were white. One of them was a woman. One of them was a man. Yeah. And well, from my perception, right? I don't know what that identify as, but that was my yeah. perception. And they. How did they approach you? Uh, like, did they ask you a, a question? They, for me, I it's always like, do you know how, like, how fast you were going yeah it started with a question one of them was actually like kind of playful and like oh what why you know what's the hurry like was kind of like joking with me oh i'm like the fuck anyway so (laughs) i was like the first time i was coming home from the movies the first time i was coming home from the movies it was late at night i was like i'm just trying to go home i'm really tired it was like midnight 1 a.m yeah and was this in madison this was in madison Oh, okay. And then they were like, oh, what movie did you see? And then I told them. And I I can't, I can't remember what movie I saw. (laughs) Uh, They really asked you what movie you saw? They asked me what movie. Damn. And I don't know if it was to see if I was lying, to see if I like stuttered or lost, got lost in my words and answering or whatever. I don't know what it, or or was it just like genuine interest? I have no idea. Yeah. Anyway, so long story short, they both let me off with a warning, even though one of the first time it was in the system. Oh, okay. They they had written it out and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they took my license from me and like, yeah. read, you know, put it in the system and whatnot. The second time, uh, again, same thing. I was speeding, trying to get somewhere. I don't speed all the time. I promise y'all. I promise. Yeah, you do, bro. We all do, right? Don't do not lie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I really don't. I really, and I'm more careful now living in Chicago because there's like the oh, cameras. Oh yeah, they and have stuff those little cameras there. Either way, like I try they not get to speed. You. But anyway, yeah. I was left off with a warning both times. Yeah, I've never gotten that's a ticket. lucky. That's nice. 
It's okay. And that's that's a big part of having the privilege that I have mm-hmm. with my ri- with my skin color. And yeah. then also like financially too, like I've never had to work in high school. My my yeah, parents were same. financially secure enough that I didn't need I wasn't required to work to help provide for my family. Yeah, for sure. What about you? Yeah. Well, I also am not black, so I don't know what it's like to be stopped by a police um, and fear for my mm-hmm. life when I do get stopped because I have been stopped mm-hmm. um, and I have gotten, I haven't gotten any tickets, but I have gotten warnings that were written down and well, I did get a ticket, but then I got it um, take, like they didn't actually, uh, yeah, rescinded because because I, I just, you know, was going to fight it and was like, you're just going to give me a ticket. Give me Hell no. Nah. Anyways. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I, I would say the biggest privilege. I mean, I do have a lot of privilege, but I would say for me is being able to, I guess, follow my dream. Yeah. And by follow my dream, I mean picking whatever I wanted to major in in school and being able to do being that able to pursue when I know it. that be able to pursue it because I know a lot of people especially from my family you know they're from Mexico they didn't get that opportunity right. when my mom came here so I would say that's the biggest one and me being able to choose that and be able to be in New York is a huge privilege saying that like I'm living out my dream well working really isn't my dream but being a lawyer is part right. of one of my dreams so that's one of them and then another one would be also similar to you, not having to work mm-hmm. during high school or in school. My mother um, worked a lot, like two to three jobs. Same with um, mine, And I yeah. know we were still very low income, poor. And I knew that. But my mom just wouldn't allow me or my siblings to work because she wanted us, like I said, to focus yep. on Same. Uh, to pursue a career, to pursue education, to go into what I wanted to do. And so... I would say that was a huge privilege for me to be able to do that. And then also, um, I would say, yeah, I would say those yeah. would be my two biggest ones to like why I am where I am today is right. not having to work and then also being able to pursue what I wanted to do and to move out Yeah, here. same. I think we both have that privilege. And also just, just to add to that, like you also got where you're at because you worked hard. Well, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. I worked my ass off. I had to. Hell yeah. So did you. We both did. Yeah. So I, I think it's also important to acknowledge that we got here with our hard work and, and it wasn't easy to get to where we are. Yeah. It's right a lot now. of work. Yeah. And it's still a lot of work. And yeah. And we still like, the, and like, we're not at our dream or position or whatever yeah. career. I know like everything is always changing. Everything is yep. always evolving. So like where we're at right now isn't really where, at least for me, isn't where I want to be. Like there's still a yeah. lot more growing, a lot more things that I want to do, but it's yeah, just too. a step for it. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what my dream job is. Like I yeah. can't fully pinpoint it just yet. And that's the thing though. I think that's something that I've been thinking about. Like what is, like I don't actually think that I have a dream job. Like yeah, I think I don't, we were talking yeah. about this, how like we don't want to, live to work or how how does that saying go you don't want to work work to live yeah or no wait <laughs> live to work yeah you don't want to live to work yeah i think yeah that's what we're trying to say live to work yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i got you i got you yeah we're gonna talk it's, about money in a little bit but we will that's just a little that'll bit. be our that's our main topic y'all mm-hmm. 
Okay, let's go on to the next question. Okay. Have you ever... Hey, it's my turn. Oh, okay. <laughs> Girl. I just get used to asking the questions. We are taking turns here. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Let me sip <laughs> on my wine. Tease it, I'm teasing. Okay. It's late night Monday. <laughs> yeah, it's Monday, y'all. It's, it's like currently 8.20 p.m. 9.20 Eastern time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. 9.20, 8.20 Central. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever uh, had people attribute your success to affirmative action i think first of all we should define what affirmative action is okay do you want to define it sure thanks (laughs) i'll do my best (laughs) from my understanding i think that it's uh, a policy where they take into consideration like uh, a student's or an individual's race sex religion all that kind of stuff in the selection process in terms of college admissions or employment yeah. And the aim is really to increase uh, equality and, uh, I guess, diversify. Opportunity, the, uh, give opportunity, diversify yeah. the pool of applicants or pool of right. students, pool of employees. Yeah. And to increase uh, access for underrepresented, underserved um, individuals and communities. Individuals. Yeah. OK. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, part of it is also I think that people also need to acknowledge that just because there is an affirmative policy doesn't mean that you don't qualify. I feel like a lot of the times people have this preconceived notion, this incorrect preconceived notion that they think that just because you're a person of color, they always associate it to race. They don't look at gender. They don't look at anything else, but they think they see a person of color and they see where they're at and they're like, you got there because of your race. And you don't know, you're making assumptions because you don't know their background, you don't yep. know their education level, you don't yep. know their experience, and you're just making this preconceived notion. The only people that actually know whether that person is qualified is that person and whoever they apply to and who was interviewing them. Yep. And that's something that I have experienced and I know other people have experienced, but like I said, it's very ignorant for people to say that. And it's also not just about race. Like the thing that, gets me a little bit more angry is most of the people that have benefited from affirmative action are white women because Mm -hmm. like you said it's not just about race it has to Mm -hmm. do with gender it has to do Mm -hmm. with factors and this is an actual fact if you look at reports from like labor departments or all these other things or and like colleges and who attends what and who and employment and positions and uh, businesses they're the majority of people who have benefited from affirmative action are white women Yeah, and that goes exactly to what the point that I wanted to make. Affirmative action does not hurt white students. Yes. It is not keeping white students down. Yeah. In fact, fact, college enrollment rates are still higher for white students. Yes. Than for students of color. Yes. Like, people need to get that shit straight. Need to look at the numbers, yo. (sighs) Yeah. And I'm not saying I know everything, but that I know that's a fact. Yeah, that is a fact. And yeah. I think to answer that question, like I, I have been told, actually, I remember the moment I was told by a classmate in high school in my French class that I got into UW-Madison because I'm Mexican and they need more Mexican people. Wow. And what this an was, idiot. this was told to me by a, a Mexican man. What? Yeah. That makes no sense. It doesn't. Well, I think, well, yeah, they don't even know, like, your qualifications, your yeah. grades, like, the work that you've put into it. And yeah, especially, like, a lot of universities, they look 
at a, a, an individual or an applicant holistically. They don't look at just specific things. They look at you as a whole, right? Not one specific thing. So I just think it's like preposterous when people are trying to make claims like that you only got something because of your race. And I also think people are just hating. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. They're just jealous that you got the opportunity and that they didn't. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's maybe probably because he didn't, he felt like he didn't get that opportunity or maybe, you know, he didn't have access to, I don't know. I don't know what the thing is, but like, I feel like a lot of people do not have like our same opportunities and yeah. that's real too. Like a lot of people from where I come from and my community in Milwaukee and the South Side, like, um, didn't go like didn't go either to college or didn't go Mm -hmm. into higher education and Mm -hmm. so I mean we also don't really know other people's situation yeah but it isn't fair for him to say that you know you didn't get it because we just people just got to stop assuming things about people yeah just stop (laughs) yeah shall we move on yeah all right your turn to read for Cynthia Cynthia oh gosh what is the biggest people have called me that (laughs) That's what it says on my iPhone. Cynthia. Cynthia. That's how Reedy, Reedy. That's how Siri reads your name. <laughs> what is the biggest thing that inspired you to work <clears throat> with children or the youth? That's a big question. I have inspirations from a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I think just in general, over time, like I've, again, this is, I feel like I say this a lot. I can't pinpoint one single thing because there's a lot of things that play into like the decisions that I make yeah and the and the interest that i develop Mm -hmm. but i have always been fascinated by how people carry themselves and the relationships they have and Mm -hmm. what what decisions they make in their life and a big part of it is how we were raised yeah our relationship with our caregivers i I don't want to say parents because a lot of people are raised by their grandparents or mm-hmm. by their adoptive parents or, or by aunts and uncles or cousins. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to say caregivers. But and, our, and just families, our families, right? Mm-hmm. How we were raised, the relationships we had um, with our loved ones, with our friends as, as kids. Um, all of that plays a big role into who we, who we become later on in our, in our adult, adult lives. Mm-hmm. And so my aim, I've, I, I, first of all, I've always loved working with kids. Yeah. And I think they're so much fun and they're so much smarter than people give them credit for. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate, when, I hate when people say like, you're acting like such a child. Like, no, that is an insult to children. <laughs> that is. Yes. <laughs> check your language, people. Check your language. And so, and so like, I think we really need to support children in developing really positive relationships mm-hmm. and having that nurture from people that love them yeah to to better the human race really like to better society like it has societal benefits yeah it does um and And in general like and believing to children like what children say and yeah yeah like i get so the job that i do i work with kids who are under the age of three so they're very little Mm -hmm. very very young Um, but these are kiddos that have developmental delays diagnoses all these kinds of things and like i can hear the pain in the parent's voice when they say like, I just want my child to say mom Mm -hmm. or I just, you know, I want my child to say, I love you. You know, my kiddo doesn't talk and I just want to hear them talk. I love, I want to hear their voice. Like, yeah, that is so powerful. Yeah, it is. And so like when, when we get those moments where like, they're like, Oh my gosh, guess what? This week he finally said mom 
or like he's starting to use his words more and like yeah. he's not as frustrated anymore like you can see awesome. the parents just like light up yeah and then you strength and then that relationship strengthens mm-hmm. and then that continues that's like a i don't know how to how do you call that Snowball like a domino effect, effect? Yeah. yeah where like that leads to the next thing and like yeah. again like you see a, a burst in their language a burst in their development and then yeah. they're ready for like preschool and they yeah, have friends awesome. and they're able yeah. to communicate with their friends and like all of that just plays yeah. a big role into how we grow up and how for we sure. how we are as as adults dang that's the look long, at you the long story i guess no it's no good. actually that's the brief brief explanation. yeah i mean like you do a lot more than that <laughs> just kidding that's a brief explanation no it's good i, I just feel that's like i talked awesome. a lot <laughs> no it's fine i think you're doing amazing like well, thank being you, able to make an impact on not just like children's like lives but their parents and like empowering them as parents yeah. and like helping them th- with their relationship with their child and like their growth yeah that's awesome Thank you. I try. So you're going to babysit my children or something, or you're going to like, you're going to be with my children, basically. I'd love to babysit. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I trust you with my children. I don't even have children. I'm just kidding. We'll see about that. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know if I'm going to have children. Anyways, let's move on to the next question. Okay. Okay. Next question. This is for you, Michelle. What would be the top three things you learned in, in law school? for everyday people to know i was gonna say high school <laughs> law <laughs> high school, school. <laughs> high school i mean i mean in high school i learned some things there too Same. um but for law school okay i'm gonna try to make this quick first one is that you have rights know oh, your yeah. rights and do not be afraid to assert them um i like am a big believer that knowledge is power so you know just um Learn yeah. what your rights are and don't be afraid to assert them. And then I know so, so in certain instances you are and might feel afraid to assert them. But just know that like if for whatever reason you do get arrested or something, you do have the right to remain silent and, you know, just let them know that. Uh, second right. one, if um, I don't know, I don't I don't know if I should have thought this one through. But the second okay. one, I guess, for people to know is that. Um, before I went to law school, I didn't realize how much the law is limiting, like how the law was created, you know, like from the Constitution, how it was even more developed with like justices in the Supreme Court and courts in general that yeah. set precedent that make it a lot harder to make changes. Um, so to make changes takes a long time when we're thinking about it systematically. Right. Um, and then third, I would just say... Um, a lot of people have more power than they realize and and when i mean people i mean like a unity of people like if we look at all of the changes that have happened like i just said like the law is limiting so the changes that have been made are by social movements and big masses of people coming together and pushing for change whether that be like through the uh just like through um, the courts or through legislative or through, you know, what what happened with Biden and people like coming right. together and organizing to vote him, even though he's not like too great. But, right. you know, that's something that you see like in organizing. So I feel like people should really uh, I want people to feel more empowered in yeah. their voices and what they can do. Um, yeah. Because that's huge. in unity, there is what is it? La unión hace la fuerza type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. That's huge. Wow. Yeah. I feel so like I powerful. talk way too fast. I just talk a lot and I ramble. 
Same, same. All right. So now we're going to talk I, about. How about I babysit your kids? I'll babysit your kids and you can be my lawyer. I... <laughs> <laughs> you do way more than babysitting. So I wouldn't want you to babysit my kids. I want us to hang out while somebody else well, babysits yes. our children. Uh, I'm not saying I would only be your babysitter. Okay. Okay. Good. But I mean, like, I want to hang out with your kids. I'd okay, be like, let I... me tell you what your mom did in college. <laughs> Oh, I would love to tell what you did, what you did to your children. Because, I mean, we were at different levels. What I levels. did to my children. I mean, what you did in college to your children because we were at different levels. I mean, maybe that's a different story for another time. But you know. I know, right? Maybe that could be another podcast episode, actually. College we're talking stories. about children. <laughs> you don't even have any. Okay, next question. Neither of us have children. Yeah. Okay. Next question. You want to ask it? Or should yeah, I, ask it? I can ask it. Okay, okay. So what are your experiences with investing 401ks, taxes, resumes, any tips for young adults? Oh my gosh. I have some experiences with money, <laughs> but I don't have a lot of knowledge. Yeah. Honestly, because I, I mean, they didn't teach me that in school. Mm-hmm. I, I began to gain knowledge about finances and taxes and like credit scores and 401ks from my mom. She was Pops the one that taught mom. me what I know. She's the one. And yeah. and like, this goes back to like my childhood. Like we were a low income family and my parents came from, from Mexico mm-hmm. in the nineties and with basically nothing. <clears throat> yeah. And they kind of just had to start a life here yeah. mm-hmm. with very minimal resources and not in, and yeah. And they just had to like work from the ground up. And my mom worked multiple jobs. Yeah. Um, my dad worked really, really long hours and he worked on the weekends. Like, yeah, I had, I have very, very hardworking parents. Yep. And so money was, was essentially like a luxury mm-hmm. for us. Right. And so she always taught me to, to save <laughs> as much as yeah. I can. She was always like, just take like 10% of your paycheck and, and put it in a savings account and always have an emergency fund. Yeah. And recently we've been talking about 401ks and, what that is which is more about like a it's about retirement right yeah that you could that you can get that benefit from your job yep um it but it depends on the job and if they if they offer that benefit i myself am not a w-2 employee i'm a 1099 employee which means i'm essentially Mm self-employed so i can't i don't qualify for 401k through my job yeah and there are also different types of benefits right through 401ks right Right. um but like i'm learning all of this now as an adult Mm-hmm. as i'm going through it i know same. and i wish i would have gotten that knowledge earlier on yeah right and yeah, and again sure. like i didn't know i mean my mom was like my main one who really taught me and and she knows a lot about finances from her experience and all that kind of stuff and she always like would tell us like make sure you have a good credit score pay your bills mm-hmm. you know try not to miss any payments all that kind of stuff because the credit score is important for a lot of different things in your life yeah. Um, but I mean, but aside from that, like my financial literacy, like I lack financial literacy in many ways. Oh my gosh. Same. <laughs> I was looking at uh, my yeah budget and my bank statements today and I was like, what? yeah, because I have to pay rent tomorrow. So yeah, that's a wait. Thing. So, so what are your experiences with that? Like in terms of like the 401k and um, how did you like learn about that? Yeah. I mean, for me, similar to you. Um, I didn't learn about it it, just in general money and how to handle money until my mom and I don't Mm. know how my mom learned I should ask her 
But my mom's the one that taught me about banking and what mm-hmm. a savings account is, what a checking account is, what a credit mm-hmm. card is. And she had, I don't know, she opened up a banking, a bank account for my sisters and I, I think when we were in middle school. And like, like one she, shared I, bank account? Um, No, like she had separate? one for each, like separate, and she ha- oh, put money it. in each of them. I mean, I mean, it wasn't a lot of money, but she wanted to open yeah, up for us. Yeah, to get you started. General. Yeah. And then she gave us... Uh, uh, she let us open up a debit card like I probably with like $50 uh, when we were in high school just to yeah. like teach us how to handle money and then right. in college um, I got a credit card and she like taught me how to use it basically don't use it unless you're gonna make big purchases and you can pay it off really quickly yeah because she my was mom told me that too <laughs> for real and because she was thinking about credit score and stuff yes. like that and um, yeah my mom pretty much taught me how to do all of that yeah. And when it went to came to 401 401k's, my mom doesn't really know much about that. So for me it wasn't until I graduated college and I got a lot a job at a law firm where they offered me a 401k and I was like what the what the heck like retirement? Like I just got out of college. When, when am I going to retire? Like I was just yeah. thrown in for a loop cuz I had no idea and my job was um they offered a lot of benefits which was nice, but then also what, what I had learned at that job was that some employers so the employer that I worked they would match so you know how usually you can contribute annually to like what you would put in your retirement funds or your savings Mm -hmm. plan in the 401k my employer would match that yeah so that's when I learned about like that's a huge benefit that I don't know if most people know yeah I learned that from my mom (laughs) yeah certain employers can match what you annually put in your 401k yeah Um, but that's usually like maybe after one year or two years depending Mm -hmm. on your employer because obviously they want you to stay and they want you know loyal employees or whatever that's why they most likely offer really good benefits it's for it's an incentive for for people to stay so that's the extent that i know about 401ks um and then also i think a lot of things that people can learn is that like when you're I know a lot of people who are who are listening to us are young and maybe sometimes applying to jobs that you can, you know, negotiate your salary. Yes. I don't think people really talk about this, but absolutely. It's important to learn how you can negotiate your salary and then also how you can ask for raises because you should be doing that. Yeah. Like if you haven't asked for a raise, like I think you should maybe we'll talk make another podcast of this, yeah. but you should be asking for a raise every year if not like every uh half a year or something like that yeah and ask about that in your interview yeah ask about that in your interview and then also like you can negotiate your salary you probably don't think so but you can and there are ways to do it well and and I know people who have done it and I have done it too with that I encourage people to when they are negotiating their salary to not give the employer a range yes that was give, a big mistake I made when I, I made time. that mistake too yeah. and I learned give them an exact amount because if you give them the range they're obviously gonna pick the lower the mm-hmm. lowest number mm-hmm. of that range yeah and be prepared to answer why you think you deserve that type of that salary yeah. Yeah. and I'm sure you can come up with things right um and then when it comes to I know people they ask about resumes and cover letters I really think it's important to tailor both your resume and your cover letter to whatever it is that you're applying for yeah I think a lot of the times 
we either get lazy or we don't have time to make those changes to that resume or cover letter. But I'm like, trust me, it makes a big change if you specifically uh, tailor your cover letter to the specific um, job that you're applying to. And then, you know, make sure to check for typos and grammar and all that stuff. Yeah. And then for the cover cover letter, usually like try to use some of the words that they use in the description of the job to kind of place in your cover letter just like very nicely and eloquently yeah. in there and put in there like um, yeah. why you feel like you're there you're a good fit for them and they're a good fit for you mm-hmm. and just really cater it to them yeah for sure i agree with resumes be prepared to to answer questions about it because they're going to ask you i see in your resume that you did this and this and this can you tell me about your experience or how was it like working for this past employer and yeah and you don't need to have like all your jobs on there no you don't you know what i mean you don't need to have all that's what i meant by like tailor your resume to like what you want to get and make sure the the dates are are accurate because if you if (laughs) i think i made the mistake once i forgot to change it where i said i was working from this year to present but i was already not i wasn't working there anymore oh i've made that mistake yeah 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 so make sure you have to like double check triple check make sure everything is accurate and make sure it just looks like visually nice like it has to visually look appealing and like have people want to read it and if possible try to narrow it down to one page page, if not two pages Mm -hmm. but that's it no more it has to be concise it's just like a a quick summary of your experiences but they also asked about investing i i don't have much money to invest (laughs) i do not have knowledge and i do not have money right now to invest like i said um but you know uh, i try not to invest in corporations in big corporations that's what that's another thing Uh, i want to learn how to redistribute wealth wealth. and not more and not think of like things in terms of um equality but equity yes you know what i mean um and i've been wanting to read this book i'm just gonna name the book uh, but it, this is a book that I'm going to try to read sometime. It's called The Color of Money, Black Banks, and the Racial Wealth Gap mm. by Marcia. I can't say the last name. Barra Darren. Barra Darren. I hope that's how you pronounce the last name. But I want to read that book. Um, someone had shared it on social media. Yeah. And I really want to read it. And I really also just want to learn more about money. And I mean, I know like the basics, like what we've just talked about. Mm-hmm. But um I want to know more and I want to be able to invest my money in not corporations and right. then redistribute money. Redistribute uh, the wealth. Yeah. There really should not be any billionaires. Oh my gosh. Yes. I know that That's that might be like, a contra- controversial statement, but I think it's true. Yeah. I, th- it, I mean, it is a controversial statement, but like, that's like, for me personally, I feel like that's morally wrong. Yeah. Like people have people are billionaires because a lot of people are poor and don't yeah. have money. Yeah. Like there's so I much agree. inequity, wealth inequity, yeah. like all that kind of stuff. Like and who the fuck needs all that money? Yeah, it's I <laughs> read somewhere you- that it's not like possible for one person to go through or spend billions of dollars. Like that's not even possible. It I just don't like it just baffles me that we ha- that yeah. there are billionaires in this world and yeah in this society. y'all are greedy at- I'm <laughs> I mean yeah, yeah. you're right yeah, yeah. you're right <laughs> but also like with money I think it's important we should also talk about like 
I have felt this guilt yeah. for buying things that I don't necessarily need. Yeah. And, but I do think it's important. I'm not going to tell anybody how to feel, but yeah. I do think Or that, how to spend their money. Or how to spend your money. I will unless never you're a billionaire. Yeah. Unless you're asking for my advice. Yeah. Or unless you're a billionaire. Yeah. Those two cases, then yes. But I'm never going to tell you how to spend your money or how to feel about spending your money and yeah. whatever. But like, I think, and I'm learning now, like it is okay to treat yourself. Mm-hmm. It is okay to spend money on things that maybe you don't need for survival, but you just enjoy or you want. It is yeah. okay. Yeah. So Especially I have felt for like people who come from like low income, like yeah. how we do. Um, yeah. And I, that was a big part of it is like materialism was not a thing in my, in my house yeah um yeah i I, we we had what we needed we i mean i would ask for things and sometimes i would get it sometimes i wouldn't but we didn't have a lot yeah and i was never taught that like the your money and the things that you own equate to your self-worth and to your value or value as a person i think that's a big misconception especially like from people low-income people or just like I, well, I know specifically the Mexican culture um, yeah. where I come from. They equate having money to being, to having value or to having or being happier or they just, people tend to listen more to people who have money, which doesn't necessarily mean that they're intelligent or smart or are right. doing anything that will benefit you. Right. Yeah. Again, that goes back to like making assumptions about people. Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> stop. But yeah, yeah, I've bought things that I'm like, do I really need this? No, but do I want it? Yes. Yeah. So Same. I'm going to get it. <laughs> Same. I'm, and I'm also trying to be a little, like I said, like where I'm putting my money. Um, yeah. Being more intentional on where I'm spending my money, who I'm giving my money to, and yeah. who am I buying from, like what products I am using. Yeah. That's something that I'm trying to be more conscious of. Um, Same. And I think especially now with the pandemic, like, I think it's important more than ever to, like, really support those local businesses yeah, that are really suffering right now. And yeah, just, like, sure. even though, yeah, I'm still trying to work on that. And I know that I, there's a lot that I can do. That's, I, there's a lot of change that I can and need to make. For sure. Same. But it is, again, we're all just, like, growing and learning. And mm-hmm. I'm still trying to build knowledge about my finances and and i'm still trying to figure out what my relationship with money is yeah same Same. and i i just think in general like money does speak for itself so i think i hope most people are also having these conversations within themselves and you know where are they where are you spending your money what are you buying who are you supporting right now and also like um if people haven't started to budget, there are so many resources. If you ever want to learn more like about fin- finance, fin- I can't even talk, finances or like budgeting. I have been budgeting for like two years now. I mean, it hasn't really worked because I moved to New York, obviously. But, you know, it, it might pick up again. We'll see. It will. It will. Yeah. We'll that was going to be one of my goes. tips is like have a budgeting plan. Yeah. Uh, make saving a habit. Turn it into a habit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Keep an emergency fund. Always keep track of where your money goes as yeah, best if as you, you can. If, if at least, if you don't even want to budget, at least know where your money where is going. going. And I know a whole bunch of people right now listening have a whole bunch of subscriptions to Netflix, Hulu, whatever it is you listen to. Mm-hmm. I actually l- like look at the bill because 
uh, you don't know, maybe they raise them up. Or, you know, if you're not going to the gym right now and you're paying for to go to the gym, like cancel that. You're going to save money. I sure did. <laughs> I know I did too. I do not go to the gym anymore, y'all. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I definitely should be going because mine is like across my 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 apartment it's like right there oh you have one in the building yes i literally just have to walk like i don't legit five steps and open the door and i'm in wow do you see people there um not really no not that many people use the gym so that's what i've been trying to do yeah well that's good you don't see a lot of people there (laughs) yeah no not when i I don't ever go in when anybody isn't there i only go in there when i'm by myself or when my boyfriend goes in with me too oh okay yeah I do anyways work out in my room money dance wait what were you saying sorry i was gonna no i was just saying i bike ride and and work out in my room and dance in front of the mirror hey, have that's where i burn my calories <laughs> <laughs> nice okay go ahead sorry um, no i was just saying that like i know money can be uncomfortable for a lot of us but i also definitely yeah. think that if you're either with a partner or you know ever think about getting married i think talking about money is super important i know we don't really talk about that but my boyfriend and i talk like even about student loans like um just because i know i have a lot and i know you know my partner has some and and in general when it comes to um I know finances in general can just be uncomfortable and you don't want to talk about it but it's something to talk about um yeah and also like student loans suck so you know (laughs) biden or somebody help Uh, us (laughs) so shitty but what i'm trying to say is i know money's uncomfortable whether you're in a relationship or not or whether you know you're helping other people right now through this time or you know figuring out whether you should budget or not or whether you should spend or buy more things because you know the holidays are coming and you want to buy presents like all of that i know just money in general is really tough for people right now so you know, I hope you are doing well and yeah, yeah, it sucks. They need to give us, give us another stimulus check. That's all I'm saying. Minimum. Or minimum. That's the, minimum. that's the least they could do. <sighs> they should be doing more. Yeah, a lot more needs to be done. And yeah, like you said, like we need to have those conversations more often, have those and just like not shut people down because they have a lot of money or they don't have money. Like or that's they're just, in debt or because they're in debt and like stop yeah. judging people for what they buy like that is not your money that's theirs and stop making assumptions <laughs> yeah but again yeah have those really open conversations you don't have to give yeah. like your exact amount that you have in your bank account but you know it's important to have these conversations and yeah, support one sure. another yeah for sure i know my mom definitely checks in with me she's like hey yo i know you i know you're paying a lot for rent like are you good yeah like i mean i don't tell her exactly but she's like you good yeah i'm like uh yeah you know i'm sliding by but i'm good same we should really uh put ads in our in our episodes now because you know uh we want money yeah we're not getting paid for this y'all and i'm all about wealth and i want to be a billionaire so you know i'm just kidding I mean, we're no, not okay, making any can money I be on honest? This. Can I be really honest of before course. we like end? I, when I was little, I wanted to be rich. Is that like... Haven't we all? Has that has that ever... Anybody else? Like, did you grow up wanting to be rich? Yeah. And that's because of me coming from a low income. And by low income, I mean poor. Because I remember being in a LA apartment with my mom in a studio. 
and we it was my sisters and my grandma we all lived in the studio and the bathroom was outside in the hallway the communal bathroom it was a communal bathroom and that's when i knew we didn't have money but you know it worked and it was my favorite apartment that i've ever lived in because above it was above a pet store in la and i still remember that really great memories and yeah what was where was i going and i wanted to that's when i realized that we didn't have money but then that's when i also realized that i thought i wanted to be rich yeah and i was um i didn't want to cook i didn't want to do anything i'm like i'm gonna have maids i'm gonna have that's so wrong to say but like little five-year-old michelle that like lived in this little small apartment was like i'm gonna be all this and then i grew up and i realized how bad it was and how bad billionaires are and just like the hogging of wealth and money and land so i was like nope that is not my dream anymore but i mean but i feel like we all had that we all like i sure did like i'm gonna be rich i'm gonna have this big mansion yeah well i (laughs) as a kid and this is natural this is normal right i as a kid compared myself to other kids in my school and like friends who had these big houses the parents were like doctors and lawyers and stuff and they had these big ass houses and nice ass cars i think i would have felt that even more if i like saw that i didn't see any of that yeah so well i mean i did i did right and i i did go to school in the suburbs Mm -hmm. um from eighth grade and, and forward but like I saw all that and I was like, well, I don't have that. And like, yeah. they were traveling all over the world. And I'm like, I, we can't do that for yeah. money and other reasons. Right. Yeah. So I had that, that comparison, like I internalized that desire to want to have that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, for it, sure. it's cause they have so much money. I need to have a lot of money so I could do that. And, and like, it is I cause be they rich. have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. like, I was like, I want to be rich too, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah i don't know but again like i don't think and we've talked about this before michelle like i don't think money is happiness but i think it can bring happiness yeah i agree yeah for sure and so i you know to be able to um save my money and and inherit those kind of i i would say good positive financial habits from my parents yeah has really helped me to be able to do things that i wasn't able to do when i was younger yeah. And, and I've been able to travel and do things for fun and and, yeah. and, and travel. Yeah. Like I said, travel and, and buy things for myself that I want that I don't necessarily need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think now thinking now as an adult, all I want to do in terms of like financially, I'm still figuring out my relationship with money. Same. I know I want to learn more, even if I don't like invest in corporations. I still want to know what that looks like. I still yeah. want to know all these other things. Um, but I also just really want to take care of like my mom and like my yeah. grandma and not have them work because they've worked so much. So I want to be able to in the future financially be able to take care of them yep, and like too. take care of my community or like community similar to mine, give back, give, like I said, redistribute wealth. So I want to learn more and figure out how to do that yeah. uh, with where I'm at in life because yeah, yeah. I also grew up nice. with that value. Like I grew up seeing how much my mom worked to not only provide for her immediate family, like for my siblings and myself, but mm-hmm. for her mom and her parents Yeah, and her, her family. Right. So yeah, like, I think that's something that I've seen and, it, it, and I think it's partially like a cultural thing as well that yeah, yeah. this money is not only for yourself, but we want to distribute the wealth and we want to help other people and we want to yeah. help our community. 
yeah for sure and, and like build each other go- up yeah and going back to like what you said like family raising children like i definitely felt like you know when my mom was struggling or she was working like all the time and i didn't really see her like my yeah. tia and my uncle like took us everywhere with them or like yeah. my grandma would like take care of us when my mom wasn't able to because she was working like all this other stuff like it it is really yeah it, like those values do come from like how we were raised right yeah but and yeah. that's that plays a huge role in how we what values we we are instilled in us and how we see the world and how we carry ourselves yeah and how we want to spend our money and take billionaires money okay okay that was it (laughs) (laughs) just kidding mic drop uh i'm just kidding i don't want to take anybody's money i'm a lawyer okay (laughs) (laughs) just to clarify just to clarify all right let's go to the last question it's kind of fun okay it's tied to money if money wasn't an issue oh gosh i wish which is unrealistic can, can I get like a genie and like make that shit a thing let's get our three wishes <laughs> okay okay if going, money sorry. wasn't an issue where would you vacation after covid where would you go mish where would you go i'm just kidding Aww. no i really want to go home i want to go to milwaukee i yeah. want to see my family yeah so that would be the first place i would yeah. go um obviously See right. my family. Uh, then I would go. I uh, would want to go to Hawaii or like Italy to have like a really nice like vacation because you know money isn't an issue. So I would want to go to like somewhere tropical, either like yes. the Bahamas or Hawaii, or like take a really nice trip to Italy. Yeah, and you've been there before, right? Yeah, I've been there before, so I want to go again. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What about you? <sighs> Same. I would go home first to see my mom. And my siblings and my niece. Mm-hmm. And then I would love to visit my family in other places. Mm-hmm. So I would love to go visit my grandparents in Mexico. Oh, yeah. Um, I love, love going to visit them. And then I have an uncle in Canada. Shout out oh, to my tío. Canada. For real. <laughs> we went to Banff, the national park. The Ooh. Yeah, and it was so beautiful. I'm gonna go to Canada. <sighs> Canada is actually really cool. It's take me, take yeah. Me. Let's go to Canada. I'm down. And then, money isn't an issue, so really I can go wherever, right? Yeah. I would love to go to Greece. Ooh, or oh New my Zeal- gosh! I was gonna say or New Zealand, but and New Zealand because yes. money isn't an issue here. Yeah. Okay. Can I go on this uh. trip with you too? Let's just go on a trip around the world. That would be awesome. And I think just like a national park where I can go hiking and just get those beautiful views of the sunrise or the sunset and just be in like with nature, one with nature. Yeah. Would be cool. Even nice. though I'm not much of a camper, I don't think I would camp, but I would what? love to go hiking. Yeah. I would love to go hiking. When did it take you camping one day? Girl, I have a bad experience with camping <laughs> and this happened in my childhood and it has impacted me up until today. Well, I well, yeah. Now it's time to face it. No, no. We're growing. We had, We're adults. Uh, we gotta let me get tell it. you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. Okay, really quick. Okay. We, I don't. And this is like our memories are always like they're not always accurate. So from but this is like what my, what I have in my memory. Mm-hmm. We were building a campfire. I was a little kid, and I had I had just gotten my new um, Little Mermaid swimsuit. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, little really mermaid. cool it was like little mermaid and then like the, the fish flounder and that's like, so it was just cute. Really cute that sounds really so... really cool yeah i i loved it as a kid yeah. right it was a brand new swimsuit that's not and something then... i would wear now no i would not but as a kid i loved it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and 
we were making the fire and i and i think it got a little out of control that it got i got pretty big and it ended up burning the swimsuit we were like drying the swimsuit we were drying swimsuits on like a rack and my swimsuit caught fire but it wasn't you right it was just your swimsuit oh yeah i wasn't wearing it (laughs) i was like like, you were on fire Well, I'm wait, glad wait, it was wait. just your swimsuit. I did say okay. the swimsuits were were hanging on the rack. No, I know, I know. Okay, yeah, yeah. You uh, did say that. I was not. I did not catch fire, y'all. I did not catch fire. Okay, dang. No, no, yeah, that would have been some though. real trauma right there. Yeah, but I mean, I mean okay, we can get you yeah. the same swim, swimsuit, and we can just go, and we won't burn it this time. You know what? I'll think about it. If I can wear a little mermaid swimsuit, I would think about it, and I we won't burn it. it. Okay, and as long as yes. Then, then, then I'll consider it. We should do it. I love camping. I grew up camping. I know your so sister does do too. She's invited me a few times, and I'm like, I, I don't know. Yeah, we should go. Yeah, my family grew up camping, so like that's something that we've, yeah, loved to do all the time. And camping, I know people might seem like it's a like it might seem like a luxury, but in general, like camping is pretty pretty affordable, which is why we would yeah. do that instead of like going to like a cabin or like right buying a cabin or doing any of those things because it is way more affordable to go right. camping especially when you go to the campsites that don't have any running water or electricity uh that's where we would go right that's cool we should go though we should go i think you would love it i think we make it fun um i'll think about it okay. if we reach if we reach um 500 listeners 500 <laughs> 500 followers on our instagram page 500 <laughs> yep damn i gotta up my skills yo give me some then, ideas and then I, i'll go camping okay all right <laughs> well we have to make that a thing all right so uh, y'all gotta like us follow us on our instagram and our y'all Facebook, heard it here first and you have to like and follow us because we need to get beans to go to camping it'll be yeah. fun we can even record an episode there one yeah. day that would be hilarious that'd be so funny all right <laughs> this was fun yeah this was a lot of fun thank you everybody who tuned in yes thank to you to this episode and to previous episodes we will be making more thank you for submitting your questions and that was fun and yeah. we will have more i really want to do more podcasts that have to do with like finances or like yes renting homes or buying homes or just like there's just so many things that interest me that i want us to like dive into and talk about or invite people to come talk about if they know about it i was gonna say we should have a guest for those episodes (laughs) yes because we don't own homes yeah i don't i am not a homeowner and i don't know a lot about like taking out a mortgage and all that kind of stuff so i think it'd be nice to have someone who has that knowledge true but we can talk about buying cars and yes that that i can talk about we can talk about that yes so we'll we'll do that we'll do that for another episode sometime true true but again let us know what y'all what y'all want us to talk about in our podcast if you want to hear more about something that we've talked about before or if there's something that we haven't talked about yet that you would want us to talk about let us know let us know we have so many ideas and we're open to suggestions hell yeah all All right right, y'all that was it thank you for tuning in thank you thank you thank you i don't know (laughs) that's awesome okay uh we'll catch you at the next one all right thank you bye Bye.